The Hoosiers have been busy on the recruiting trail this summer, but what kind of headway have they made on some of the top recruits in the 2024 class? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. You are Locked On Hoosiers, the one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. Part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Free and available anywhere you guys listen to podcasts, including hopefully on YouTube where you're subscribed. Thank you, as always, for making us your first listen every day. I'm your host, Jacob Rude. We haven't talked a lot of recruiting this summer over the last month or so. That's because there hasn't been a lot of tangible action. Indiana's been out and about recruiting guys, but there's only so many ways I can say Indiana's watching this guy and this guy. So I held off, saved it for one big episode, and that is going to be today where we're going to start off on the center position. The biggest in-state recruit in Indiana is Flory Badunga up in Kokomo, and the Hoosiers have gone after him. It's a bit of good news, bad news. The good news is Indiana made the connections early on that they didn't really make in the 2023 class that cost them through really no fault of Mike Woodson and his coaching staff. That was kind of the last remnants of the Archie years. Badunga is someone that Indiana has been on for a while. They had those connections. Indiana seemed to be in the mix and then wham, bam, Duke kind of flew in out of nowhere and now they're that looks like they're the front runner. For those that may not know, uh, Badunga is the number. Uh, this is all according to two four seven Sports today. The number four recruit in the class, a six eight two hundred fifteen pound center is what he's listed at. He looks absolutely huge. Indiana had been recruiting him along with a number of other schools. Auburn was uh, in there, Kansas, Michigan, and then. Duke kind of parachuted in uh, this summer in the last month or so. And as much as we talked about making kind of relationships early on, creating those relationships, how much that matters, each recruiting, each recruitment is different. And Duke came in and now they're kind of seen as the front runner. Badunga recently said he doesn't plan on making any more visits before his decision, which isn't good news for Indiana because he has not made an official visit to IU. He wants to make his decision before school starts. IU certainly feels pretty far outside looking in on this one. They tried, they did their best. I think they, I mean, they were always there watching him, but that doesn't always mean that you land the recruit. That being said, the number six recruit in the 2024 class Two spots behind Badunga is Derek Queen, someone we've talked about for quite a long time. There was, at one point, some rumors that he might reclassify to the 2023 class. Obviously, that did not happen. IU's been in on him for a long time. And for a while, it looked like Maryland was the front runner. They lost, I believe they lost the assistant coach that was recruiting him, and things changed. Indiana, nonetheless, is right there level with Maryland in recruiting Derek Queen. He's going to take an official visit to IU. 
Hoosiers are in a much better spot, much, much better spot here than they are with Badunga. Right now, it certainly seems like a two-horse race between IU and Maryland. The other kind of leg up the Hoosiers might have is Queen is from Montverde, who IU has made connections with, and uh, they, they've they landed a number of recruits there. Uh, there I, it looks like they might land more recruits, and we'll talk about Liam McNeely, who's a teammate of Derek Queen, here in a bit, but the Hoosiers are very much like, I don't want to say creating a pipeline with Montverde because nobody creates a pipeline there, but they're creating some deep connections that are, that are going to continue to pay off. So Derek Queen is the number six recruit, uh, the number two center behind Badunga. The third option is Patrick Gongba, who's a name we mentioned this spring slash summer. He's the number 32 recruit. And just as a point of reference, that's going to be the lowest rated recruit we're going to mention in today's episode, which really speaks volumes about how good IU is doing recruiting. Now, there are other guys out there that I use recruiting. I picked a handful of guys right now that seem the most noteworthy. Gongba is the number 32 recruit, another center, 6'11", 235 pounds. IU seems very set on landing a center of some sort in this class Gongba announced his top eight on Tuesday and IU is in it. Now he has taken a visit to Duke as well. Duke isn't going, uh, this is an assumption, but it feels like a safe one. Duke isn't going to take two, four, five star centers on their roster and two guys aren't going to want to go there. So this is going to be kind of a set of dominoes that fall. Badunga being the first among them. And then we'll see how things switch from then on. But the the cliff notes, the the too long didn't read, whatever you want to call it, the abbreviated version of this is IU is basic. I don't want to say out on Badunga, but they're on the outside looking in. But they're on the inside when it comes to Derek Queen and Gongba right now. The Hoosiers have certainly made the connections and they're. Uh, doing the recruiting, but he seems a bit more like the fallback plan. And I mean, sometimes the fallback plan is better than plan A, but right now the Hoosiers are are in a good spot with Derek Queen, uh, who, look, if your consolation prize is the number six recruit, somebody the Hoosiers have been recruiting for a long time, you, you'll happily take that. that. That's not really a consolation prize. That's still a great get. He's still a five-star prospect on 247 sports so it's going to be interesting the center position is going to be one I mean again the Hoosiers have very much prioritized that in this upcoming uh, recruiting class they're recruiting three of the top four centers the only one they're not is John Bull out of uh, Florida the the next three top centers I use recruiting so they're very much going after a big man you could you could kind of look at what that says about the current roster. I think they fully expect Kalel Ware to be a one and done with them this season and look to bring in another center. Nonetheless, uh, good things about Derek Queen, and we'll see how the rest plays out. I mentioned his name a minute ago. Liam McNeely is a name that we've certainly talked about, and I'm sure you have heard about another Montverde 
Academy uh, prospect. Some of the Hoosiers are doing a great job of recording. We'll take a look at him and where Indiana stands with that recruitment here in a moment. First, let's talk about FanDuel. You guys know how much we love FanDuel around here. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel. Get 10 times your first bet bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. Whether you guys bet on the Home Run Derby, whether you bet on the All-Star Game, or whether you want to bet on some futures bets, throw some money down on the Cincinnati Reds and thank me later. They are flying high and a ton of fun to watch. Whatever it is, head on over to FanDuel to do place all those bets because right now, you can bet 20 bucks, win or lose, $200 in bonus bets. $200 you can spend on everything from the money line, over, under, who's going to hit the first home run, whatever fun you want to have, those bonus bets are there for you. Sign up today, visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Big shout out to you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Every dayers, uh, we'll wrap up the show on Friday. Most likely looking ahead a bit more to next season for football and basketball. Look, August is right around the corner. Start of fall camp is right there for football. So uh, we'll start looking ahead more and more to what's in store for the Hoosiers on the gridiron this season, but we have plenty of basketball recruiting to talk about in today's episode. First, let's switch on over to Liam McNeely, who the number eight prospect in the, uh, 2024 class. And I know I'm having some issues with the YouTube video. I apologize. The connection has been wonky no matter what I tried. Uh, we'll try to get the audio at least on that, but you guys can subscribe over on Spotify, Overcast, Apple iTunes, whatever it is, to listen to the audio version of this uh, perfectly fine. But McNeely is a 6'7", 190-pound small forward, out of Montverde, five-star recruit that the Hoosiers are the front runner for. And by themselves as a front runner, he's going to take a senior year visit to Indiana. And right now, Indiana has done a fantastic job at recruiting him, making those inroads. And where those pay off is McNeely is a Texas kid. That's his home state. Texas was seen as a front runner for a while. Obviously, the head coaching situation changes there. And Indiana, having been a front runner or been involved, I should say from the get go moves kind of into the front runner spot. Oklahoma and Kansas are certainly competition and this isn't a done deal, but Indiana should feel pretty good about where they're at with McNeely. Another name we talked about long, long ago when I, I, I remember, I believe last summer I, I we were talking about McNeely and Badunga on the AAU circuit. This has been a name I think IU fans have probably seen and heard quite a bit about. For those that aren't aware, quick little scouting report from Brandon Jenkins at 247 Sports. 
McNeely is as versatile as they come in the 24 class. He has the handle and feel to run an offense, and with his textbook shooting stroke, he has a capability to be a knockdown three-point shooter. The best area of his game is his passing, as his vision is above average and he's willing to find the open man. He is unselfish to a fault, but he plays the game the right way. A high IQ prospect who can bring something to the table at either forward position. McNeely should excel as a reliable complementary option at the collegiate level. Comparison that they give, an interesting one. I'm not a big fan of comparisons, especially because it's too often like this incredible best case scenario that they won't reach. Kyle Singler is a player they compare him to. And Kyle Singler was a incredible player. That's still a, a really, really, really good player that with all due respect to McNeely, I mean, if he gets to that, that's kind of one of near the best case scenarios. Singler was the most outstanding player in a final four. So I hope McNeely is that. And, he very much could be for this Hoosier team. Again, there's kind of a lot of projection we're doing right now with what this IU offense is going to look like. But look at the guys they brought in in the transfer portal, on the recruiting trail at the tail end with Mbako. And then look at the guys they're recruiting, someone like McNeely, and you continue to see what IU wants are these kind of do-it-all forwards that you can put on the floor together and have just a lot of six, 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 seven guys, six, just kind of wings like that, that can do a bit of everything and kind of overwhelm you with length and size and athleticism and things like that. So I think McNeely is almost the ideal type of prospect in that regard. It's not a done deal again. And there, I mean, you can never count anyone out. Things change on a dime when it comes to college basketball recruiting, but Indiana should feel really good about where they are with McNeely. And look, another five-star prospect. I mentioned he's the number eight prospect. Three of the four guys we've mentioned are top 10 prospects with Indiana. They're in good spots with two of them and really good spot with McNeely. It would be very interesting again, and this is a lot of projection and what ifs, but it, if they land McNeely and Derek Queen, both Montverde products, that's four guys in the last three years that have went to IU, two sets of teammates. Again, Montverde doesn't create pipelines, but that's a lot of inroads you're making into one of the premier high school programs in the country, and that type of stuff doesn't go unnoticed. And we'll continue to see what type of impact that makes. But IU is is very much going after these Mount Verde guys. And we're going to mention one more here in just a bit. But they're very much going after these Mount Verde guys. And it worked with Jalen hood Shafino. I think Malik Renew excuse me, is a good, great prospect that's primed for a breakout year this season. And I think if... If you're going to target a high school program, and not even that IU is, they're, they're, they're looking at a lot of places, but it's not a coincidence they keep circling back to Montverde and the number of guys that they have year over year. It is a, it's not a coincidence. So 
We'll see how many of the Hoosiers may land this year, but there's a number of them they're targeting, including another prospect, Asa Newell. I believe I'm saying that right. I got, uh, I know I've said it wrong before, but I believe I'm saying it right this time. Asa Newell and Boogie Fland are two guys we've talked about this year as well. We'll get you the latest updates on them and where Indiana stands in regards to both of them here in just a moment. Before we dive into the last of the recruiting updates, if you guys did not see Jerome Hunter, former Indiana Hoosier, transferred to Xavier. Uh, He is sidelined right now. Xavier had a release, a statement on Tuesday that just simply said he's dealing with a medical issue that has sidelined him from all basketball-related activities. No set timetable for his return. There isn't any other details than that, but you certainly send your your thoughts, your prayers, your good vibes, whatever it may be to him. It, it certainly sounds um, like a tough situation. So hopefully he's able to get healthy and continue playing, but uh, sending all the good vibes to him right now. Let's wrap up looking at Couple more top 20 prospects. Boogie Fland, number 13 recruit in the class, a combo guard, listed at 6'3, 165 pounds. Again, a five star recruit. He is uh, someone the Hoosiers are kind of trending up on, it sounds like. He made his official visit to Indiana almost exactly a month ago, June 10th. Looks like he's likely going to take a senior visit to Indiana. He's at least talking to the Hoosiers about that, the Hoosier coaching staff. So that June visit counted as a junior official visit, take a senior visit uh, here in the coming weeks, months, sometime in the near future, presumably. Again, for those that might not remember, scattering report on him. uh, From Jamie Shaw at One Sports, he has a good handle and is able to shoot the ball from each level, deep range off the bounce, will pull up if you give him an inch. He sees the floor well, gets his teammates involved, Takes care of the ball, valuing possessions. There's a floater game in there as well, and with a one and two dribble pull up, he will need to continue to get stronger. Solid athlete and has average length. The confidence is sky high, and the skill set is obvious. He has a comfort playing on the ball or off the ball in a two guard lineup. Never afraid of the spotlight. Charismatic. Uh, also a, a very fast player as well. I think I might have cut that off when when copy and pasting the the scouting report, but. A guard that Hoosiers obviously are going to need another point guard. Xavier Johnson will be gone after this season. So Boogie Flynn, someone that could come in and help uh, take some of those responsibilities, fill those shoes left by Xavier Johnson. Someone, again, the Hoosiers seem to be making some headway with. And we'll see if he takes a senior visit either this summer before school starts, once school starts, at Hoosier Hysteria, whatever it may be. We'll see if the Hoosiers stay involved with him. And as I mentioned, Asa Newell, again, a Montverde recruit. Uh, He is number 16 in 247 sports rankings, a five-star prospect. Look, the only guy we've talked about today that isn't a five-star prospect and isn't a top 20 recruit is Patrick Gongba who I hope I'm saying that name right. I tried to look it up to see how it was pronounced, and that's what I came with. 
But he is, I mean, he's a four-star recruit and a top 35 prospect. So Indiana is swinging really big. And there's a number of other guys who they're recruiting mixed throughout this that I have not mentioned. But when it comes to Newell, he spoke about IU over the weekend. Uh, quote, they've been showing a lot of love. Uh, Mike Woodson was in the NBA. I love their attention to detail with Jalen hood Shafino. It really is a basketball school with a lot of culture. So being in that environment is going to push me to be the best. Um, Newell said he's probably going to release a top five before school starts in August. Seems like IU will probably be on that. He's already taken visits to Georgia and IU. He talked about a number of other schools he wanted to take visits to. Gonzaga was one of them. Alabama, Texas as well. Uh, he spoke about his decision and, and what's going, what's going to be kind of the priorities quote. I want to go where I'm needed and wanted. I want to build my own legacy and pick a school where the fit is right. It's going to be a really hard decision, but I'll, I will pray every day, listen to my mentors and go from there. He's listed at six, nine, 205 pounds of power forward. Uh, it, it sounds like he's someone that could also potentially play center as well and might project to be a center in the NBA. So another big, another versatile big, uh, again, something IU is targeting more and more uh, as they kind of shift to what they want their offense to look like moving forward. So as I mentioned, IU wants these six, 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 seven, six, eight, six, nine forwards that can do a lot of things, be versatile and really attack teams with that size, that length, that, that athleticism. I mean, you can look at the guys we mentioned, uh, Queen, 6'9", 220 as a center, McNeely, 6'7", 190, Newell, 6'9", 205. Uh, IU clearly has a plan, an idea of what they want things to look like. And you can mix in having a point guard like Boogie Fland in there who, I mean, we spoke about someone that can take care of the ball, get guys involved, can beat guys off the dribble. If IU wants to space things out, spread the floor out, then it's a good idea to find a point guard that's really fast and can beat guys off the dribble. So I think there's a lot of exciting things going on in IU recruiting. It's just right now there's a lot of projection and a lot of, not guessing, but there isn't a lot of kind of tangible movement right now and not a lot of guys are committing right now in general, but it's coming with this 2024 class. I mean, there's still other guys that Indiana's involved with Dylan Harper, the number one recruit in the class. Sounds like Indiana's falling back a little bit and it's going to be Duke and Rutgers. Yes. Really Rutgers competing for uh, Harper. Uh, You have other guys like, I'm, I'm just scrolling down the top 20 list. VJ Edgecombe is someone Indiana has been targeting more and more. He's the number 20 recruit, a 6'5 small forward. Uh, we've mentioned Bryson Tucker before, though I don't know how involved Indiana still is. Jaden Mustaf, 6'4 combo guard. Indiana's involved there. Uh, so up and down the, the top 20, top 30, Indiana is going after a number of guys this is 
and we've talked a lot about this. I don't want to belabor the point, but Indiana is jumping up some tiers when it comes to recruiting. They used to be focusing. There would be these guys they would kind of go after, but it would be more like the middle of the pack guys that they would land. And then if it's an IU recruit or an exception, they would land or excuse me, an Indiana recruit or an exception. They would be in the mix for the top, top guys. The only Indiana recruit that we mentioned today is Badunga from Kokomo. Everyone else IU is kind of making these inroads with in various other ways. And we'll see how it pays off, but I'm excited to see how things turn out for the Hoosiers. We will see if, um, if Indiana is able to make good on all these, all these inroads that they've made uh, in the last couple weeks, months, years, basically. So if there are commitments, we will absolutely have it here. As always, though, guys, thank you for tuning in, making us your first listen every single day. Every dayers, we will do some more previewing. On Friday's episode for football, we'll do some basketball as well. There's always stuff we can mix together. So be sure to follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating and review. All of that great stuff. Most importantly, though, guys, hope everybody has a fantastic Wednesday. Apologies on the video format of today's episode. I don't really know what happened. My connection is fine everywhere else, but through what I'm recording with. So hopefully it's a one-off thing, but I appreciate you guys who tuned in on YouTube. Nonetheless, everybody have a tremendous day. And most importantly, Elio.